I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, buddies. It's me, Brandon, and I've got two other sports dads with me. Stu, hello. Hey, Brandon. Uh, how's it going? Oh, it's going. John, are you here? It's really good to be back from the break that, in true sportive fashion, we didn't plan or talk about at any point. Yeah, I can't imagine anybody's actually listening at this point. We have alienated so many of our fans so often. This is it. It's just us three in group, which is kind of the way it probably should be. You know, we say that, but we often talk about how nobody listens and people would be annoyed by listening. So therefore, not recording podcasts should be our most popular move yet. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, all right, so you guys want to talk about sports? That is We're what, here for the sports, buddies. That is what we talk about, right? <clears throat> Typically. That's the goal. All right, it is uh, early March, March 7th, so dead of winter, uh, which means the Twins are uh, playing a little preseason spring training action. Uh, John, any thoughts so far? Uh, the Twins are a baseball team that continues to sign players to contracts that I don't understand and seems content with a pitching staff that looks to be about in the same shape as my 25 year old pickup truck. So I'm not, I'm not real confident. I don't know. Well, you know, I saw our friend Aaron Gleeman put all of the numbers into his nerd computer and it spit out a, projection nay a guarantee that the twins would win 82 games this season yeah they they put all the numbers into pakoda and pakoda went yeah yeah that was they made those sounds that was before they programmed audio component in yeah, this year that, that was before uh miguel sano um did something to his foot that required a procedure that was a made-up name. It was called a debridement, which just yep. sounds like what those weird men's groups call divorces now. And <laughs> I, uh, I don't, I, I don't know that it's a real thing, but that's what happened. And he's out until like May first. So um, I think that probably, um, well, it speaks well, I guess, of the Twins' front office decision to get a backup infielder. Um, Marwan Gonzalez, I believe that is one of the 70 things that happened while we were gone. Um, so that, right. that, that helps a lot so that maybe lessens the blow. Um, but I imagine it does not help the Pakoda number to have your power threat and third baseman on the shelf for the first month of the year. 
It's very bad. And not to mention that, there's also so many other guys who could be the range of a Jonathan... What did we decide his name is? Shoop? Shoop. I think we 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 settled on Shoop. Yeah. Don Shoop. We celebrate Salt and Peppa every day on the Sported Podcast. People forget that That's since right. we have been off for a while, but... We uh, celebrate Salt, Peppa, and DJ Spinderella, so his name is Do not forget Spinderella. This is canonical. Um, His range is, uh, he could be an all-star or cut by June, yeah? Yeah, he could be the next Brett Boone. It, It would not surprise me at all if he was off the team by May 1st. Right, and I think that's the same for like half of our team. Right, CJ, CJ, yeah, CJ Cron. Is it Cron? Could okay. go. CJ Cron yep. could go either direction. Byron Buxton, MVP candidate, or in AAA again. Uh, Miguel Sano, we can never see again, or he could turn into Harmon Killebrew. Um, and all the Lucas other Lucas Duda is on the Minnesota Twins. Luke Dudes, there's him. Luke Luke Dudes, I <laughs> he was. One of those guys that they they roll out the first spring training lineup and you check the box score because baseball is finally back and you're like, I think this box score has a mistake. It has Lucas Duda on the Twins, but Lucas <laughs> Duda doesn't play for the Twins. I would have heard something about that. And then you you go to the video and sure enough, there he is wearing a Twins uniform and you think, huh, it probably isn't a good sign for how Lucas Duda's career is going. That this has received no coverage whatsoever. No, nobody cared. And uh, our other guy, Nelson Cruz, who has been really lights out for the past few years, is also going to turn into a pumpkin pretty quickly. So if not this year, then probably pretty soon after that. So their range of likely wins this year is legitimately 60 to 104. So you take those... And put that right in the middle, and that's where Pakota came up with 82. The variance is high on this one. It does They're seem like it. And They're volatile. They're volatile, guys. Quite quite volatile. And you look at the – you started complaining about the pitching staff, as you should be doing. Jeez, the best-case scenario with those guys is still just like the sixth-best staff in the American League, right? I mean yeah, – I, I, yeah. That that seems like it would re- require Barrios to be completely lights out. This this is like a fantasy scenario at this point, right? For them to even be yeah. right, because he would have to be basically a Cy Young, and then Kyle Gibson, who again he's forty five years old at this point, would have to still be as good as he was last year, and that's happened once in ten years, and then no one else gets hurt because even when they're healthy, I, I hope I'm wrong here. I haven't been paying much attention to sports now that we haven't been podcasting. Is it right that fully staffed and fully healthy, their fifth best pitcher is something called Martin Perez? Yeah. Well, you see, Brandon, he hasn't been good for several years, but that just means he's due. How's his spin rate? You put that in the I nerd computer, I bet it's... couldn't possibly begin to say. Close to elite. Rap soda that guy. And if I, I think their number four pitcher is Michael Pineda, which is a lottery ticket that they haven't opened <laughs> up yet, but they're going to throw him in as the number four starter, I think, is that's 
correct, I think. There's a lot of pull tabs on this pitching staff. Yeah, They're spending they, money against pull tabs they haven't cracked open yet. Yes, they peeled off the bottom row, and it looks like there's a line, but they can't really be sure because they've had a couple too many. Um, right. But uh, it looks good, and they're going to go as the number four starter. And I don't, I don't know if that's a good idea, guys. I mean, when I'm, you I'm, are that deep into into the Miller Light pitchers, and you see that line, it's almost yeah. always just the cherry stem. You know, it yeah. just kind of looked. It wasn't. This bar, the bar, that bar lighting is dark. We're in trouble. I feel like yeah. we're in trouble. The 82, when that, when uh, when Aaron posted the results from his nerd computer, I was very enthused. But then I immediately remembered what team this is and thought there's that can't happen. There's no way. Nope, you guys aren't going to talk Maybe Byron Buxton will be good this year. That's what we can depend on. Let's think about the positives here. Can, Byron Buxton could have a normal good year, and we could all really enjoy it. That could be really fun. I think I read that at one point last year on a one and two count, he was like 0 for 40 with 33 strikeouts or something. And then this year in spring training, and now I know he's facing a high schooler at this point. So just please let me let me believe he hit a bomb off a one and two pitch. So that means he's amazing again. Yes. Right. Yeah. Don't the uh, the, um, the amount of hope on Twins Internet from the first two weeks of Byron Buxton has been, um, it's been beautiful because I've been part of it and it makes me feel good inside that he's having a good spring so far because hope is a good thing, maybe the best thing. And I just, I just want to, I want to have something guys. I really want to have something and it's not coming from the wolves. It's not coming from the wild. Um, it's not coming from Gophers basketball, uh, men's or women's. It's not. It's just. Uh, it's outside of St. Cloud State hockey. I got nothing. So hopefully, uh, hopefully this is not. I just. I just want to. I want to be happy, guys. You deserve you know, it. You could start by learning the names of three people on the St. Cloud State hockey team. That would probably <laughs> help you. Wow. Sorry again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about the club hockey team at the U. I really. I know they've won five out of six. I'm happy for them, but you know, I you la- I, you lashing I, out like this isn't forget, going to help. I forget who I said this to, but they beat Arizona State twice last weekend, and until that, I wasn't aware that Arizona State was in the top fifteen in the nation because I also wasn't entirely sure that Arizona State was anything more than a club team at this point. So it's hard to feel good about the Gophers sweeping Arizona State when you started the weekend thinking, why is there a club hockey team on the Gophers schedule? They don't usually play club teams. Well, it was, that seems weird. Maybe uh, Wisconsin. Maybe Arizona State <laughs> won an ACHA title or something. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's... That's that's some real good college hockey talk. Yep. Uh, we got some we got some in. You couldn't care any less about. Mm-hmm. I really couldn't. You know, Stu could yeah. and I watched the opening lineups of uh one of the hockey high school hockey games uh this evening and the random names they got on kids these days. Oh boy. <laughs> Stu, you could just be looking at things around your room and just saying like 
bedroom dresser. He plays goalie for St. Cloud State. I'd be like, yeah, I, I believe that old. Oh man, bedroom dresser. Uh, of course, yeah. that's that's new, new, completely. New Alms team. New Alms team was just that. Besides their fashion sense, they had a uh, Billy Drill and uh, Hulton Hulk or Hunter Hulk. <laughs> I mean, come really? on. Yeah, come on. I mean, I, and then tonight, uh, Edina, the the big bad, uh, the big big bad, had their best player is like Jeff Jungle or something like that. So I, I, <laughs> it's it's astonishing. I, I, I don't know what white devilry is going on with the white parents these days, but come on, guys, this is just it's not good. Do you it's think good, this folks. is? Is this just the way it's going to be now? We're just and I I can't talk too much because my kids both have uh, pretty unique names. Um, but you know, there's yeah, only so fine. many combinations in the English lang- words uh, that you could even put together. Are, is there going to be another movement in the next generation or two where it's like, nope, we're going back to it? Everyone's named Michael. You're Michael. <laughs> I'm Michael. All of my friends are named Michael. That's it. We're doing that now because this can't. Just is it going to continue to go on? I guess it, they can get weirder. Oh, it'll pretty get soon we're going to be in the seven eight syllables, like four Y's in a row, just just unending strings. It's I don't impossible. know. It's very fun to listen to though. Yeah, the whites have found uh, I believe at last count twenty three different ways to spell McKenna. It's it's pretty amazing. I oh, don't God. know. You think about that there's a, there it. could be a C, there could be an I, there could be a Y. Oh man, that is the, just it's infinite the, the case, almost. The K sounds and the vowels and how many ends you use. It's really yeah, you've really uh, put in the work and you can get a lot of variations on McKenna. So uh, congratulations again to the whites. I don't mean to judge, but when you give your kid a common name. But with an uncommon spelling, is that not O for two? Yep. Didn't you just completely That's fuck up? That's the worst possible, possible thing you can do. Like, yes. Common name, common spelling. There's at least a little bit of there. You have what you got. You went one for one there. I and I say this as someone who has a common name with the slightly less common spelling of that name. Mm-hmm. It is hell. No one will ever spell your name correctly. <laughs> It's just unbelievable to me. I don't understand the. You're not clever enough to come up with a, with an interesting name, but you are clever enough to fuck up the spelling. The best thing you could do for your kid was actually a terrible thing. That's yeah. what's happening nowadays. Oh, I'm his name Michael, but it's spelled M Y K A L. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why did you do that? Because you wanted to be the bass player in an indie rock band. That's why you named him that way. It's the only option. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing. Um, I don't understand I th- it. I don't either. I think, well, the only way we're ever going to know for sure is if, like, one of us has another kid, and that's just crazy, right? It could never happen. That's ludicrous behavior. No, nope, yeah. it won't possibly. Yeah. Ooh, awkward silence. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Stu, are you having any more kids? Awkward God, no. Silence. No. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Brandon, are you having any more kids? Nope. Not me. Hmm. So then, hh. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, the door Hard was to open. Say who else would have any kids then? Yeah. Door was open for not you. Brandon, it's not Stu. I don't know who else. Would. All right. Hmm. I don't know how we can leave the door open any further, but uh, I guess. I guess should we move on? Is that what's happening? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So we are okay. So let me ask this question, which of course we have to ask, um, Stuart. Um, what is your boner clock right now for the Twins? Oh gosh, uh, hope springs eternal. Um, even with the Sano injury, um, mm-hmm. I'm about I'm about ten thirty, man. Oh man, that's if they if they had good. signed any pitching at all, it would be eleven forty five. They did, yeah. And you know what? I don't agree with it. I think, but you know, that's the ten thirty sounds slightly delusional. Not totally. It it seems. Oh, it's at least somewhat justified. I think, and I know, I know delusional hope. As you know, I'm Mm -hmm. a Timberwolves fan. Yes, and there are times when we start having hope and start really being able to squint a little bit and think we can see something and everyone on earth knows no there's no actual hope and you go yeah i know i know but just let me believe for a couple seconds here it's completely false and you just sort of are self-aware enough to know how insane it is i don't think we're there yet with the twins or buxton or Sano. there's still there's still a glimmer so i'm gonna say you're crazy but i like it yeah it's it's not based in too much reality it's probably a a realistic uh, nine o'clock. Um, but yeah. given that, you know, it's spring and they look, you know, my favorite player looks good. Um, I'm, I'm going to 1030. I'm going to, I choose, I choose optimism here. I'm going to go 1030. I like it. And you know what? Your boner is contagious, Stuart, because yeah, I was we, running we, at about a can we, how do you, can, how do you think Stu refer- got those two kids? Can we, can we revisit that, please? Re- rephrase that, please? I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. We're not, don't worry about this. We're, we're still on the dry run, right? You guys didn't start recording your audio, did you? Well, I mean, that's I that's a given. That's oh, the sport Jesus. of promise. So, that's the sport of promise. It's all a 60-40 whether <laughs> yeah. anybody's recording audio. You guys can't even say for all, sure so. if it is recording. Um, no, I'm yeah. just, I was just going to say, I was running at about a 7.30, um... But I just, it's, it's got a little, your boner is just kind of, it's gotten inside me in a way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm running, I'm going to say it, I'm at about a 9.15. I'm at 9.15. There's something's happening. There's, there's been actual movement. It wasn't just because I like, you know, got up off the couch and it maybe just, you know, like it, it's movement. It's moving and it's purposeful. So I feel I'm at about a 9.15. Oh, boy. I'm going to stop talking. John. <laughs> uh, I, I I fear to enter this topic at this point, but I would have said about 9 o'clock just because you can turn on Twins games and there's green grass and sunshine and people wearing shirt sleeves. And in the frozen wasteland hell that is Minnesota, that alone is worth then, worth 9 p.m. Yes, I agree. I agree with all of that. I am not um, mentally able to even joke about the weather right now. Right, I'm not happening. It's objectively funny, and yet I don't. I, I don't hear myself laughing. Yep. Nope. Not funny. Okay. Other sports? Anyone? Uh, <laughs> I just finished uh, reading an article about how. Andrew Wiggins is not only a terrible shooter, but is a historically terrible shooter. So that was fun. Oh, um, Brandon, have they, day one. Have they, uh, 
is he the sixth man yet, or is he still starting? Oh, he's getting run, baby. He's getting lots of playing time. He's and starting games. They... He's finishing games. But they're pretty much eliminated now, aren't they? Yes. Yep. Okay. They're so done. I mean, I guess I guess why not then? Um, but yeah, I guess they could you... technically probably like win out and make the playoffs, but yeah. They yeah, if won't. You wanna, he, yeah, if you want to do your five ten minute Timberwolves stem winder here, I think that's a really good spot. It's we're about nineteen minutes in, people. If you're listening, so if you just mm-hmm. want to skip ahead about ten minutes, uh, we're going to let Brandon have the floor here. Brandon, talk about the Timberwolves. You know the thing that uh, gets me, and it's just one of those you feel like you're living in the twilight zone moments. Is and we just talked about it, but the continued terribleness of Andrew Wiggins I just feel like I can't possibly be living on planet earth and have this be real life Um, not only is he gonna be paid like 150 million dollars and that's just for one contract it'll probably end up being a lot more it's being paid 150 million dollars to be one of the least effective players in the entire NBA and maybe you could say some of that is because a bunch of other guys, if they played that many minutes, would be worse. That they wouldn't be making that much money. Uh, Luol Deng, if you guys remember uh, his name, um, super fans of the NBA do. Other people probably don't. Was a very solid player for the Chicago Bulls like a decade ago. And this was when Tibbs was coach. And so Tibbs, of course, played him for 45 minutes a night and then had him run home from the games um, <laughs> while pulling Tibbs in a golf cart, which seemed excessive at the time and seems worse in which hindsight. Tibbs had in reverse and just had the pedal down the floor. Skid marks for seven miles uh, to the condo of where Luol was playing. So his knees have just uh, been replaced with um, ace bandages. Um so Luol Deng signed a contract a few years after that, but couldn't play, and has essentially been uh, a bench warmer in the NBA for many years now. Even on terrible teams, he couldn't get any run. He signed this year with the Wolves because, of course, Tibbs loves him, and again, probably feels ter- either he feels terrible for ruining his career, or wanted a ride home on the golf cart again and had no one else to do it. <laughs> I'm not sure which one it is, but Deng has been bad and he's been useless, uh, and but. You know, not by any reason because besides that just his legs are shot. Uh, finally, Ryan Saunders got desperate enough to start playing Luol Deng. A minute here, two minutes there, five minutes here, five minutes there. And guess what? He, Luol Deng, the man with ace bandage knees, is fucking better than Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> Andrew Wiggins is in the prime of his physical career, and he is a worse basketball player than 78-year-old no knees having Luol Deng. And it's shit like that that just I still question if we're living in a simulation. It's not possible that this is actually happening. And so that just kind of ruins everything else that could potentially be good about the Wolves. If you could just put Andrew Wiggins on a boat and put him out with the Coast Guard like they did with McNulty that one season of The Wire. Just put him out on the on a boat and just go, treat, please try to help the Coast Guard for one season. The Wolves would be better. So whether there's still delusional about um, 
the fact that he may get better or they just know for some weird sunk cost reason NBA or actually any professional league doesn't really seem to understand sunk cost. Uh, he's just going to keep playing. And it's really, really, really the number one thing and maybe the only really shitty thing about the Wolves right now. Because beyond that, Towns is great. Uh, Covington is super fun. Tyus is fun. Teague has his moments. Sarich is young. Their salary cap would be fine without him. They'll get a decent pick. Okogi is a blast. And so the rest of the future would be at least fun enough where you could say, hey, this, you know, guys could probably be like a playoff team. Uh, but no, they have the uh, heaviest anchor of any anchor in the NBA uh, wrapped around their necks, dragging them to the bottom of the ocean, and they're all going to die. The end. See, this is why I'm on Wolves probation, you guys. Huh. I just got to give that a hand. That was a solid <laughs> yeah. five-minute rant yep. about Andrew yep. Higgins. <laughs> and game, respect, game. That was yeah, no, I mean, if not me, then you, right? Yeah. Yeah, you would have, yeah. So, uh, that was good. I had nothing further to add about the Timberwolves. No, of course not. It's depressing because of Andrew Wiggins. Hmm. Well, John, I'll lob one over to you. I don't think you have any rants in you, but I would like to hear your points of view. Or oh, I'll start with you, but I, I definitely want to move it over to Stu afterwards. But uh, what's going on with your Minnesota Wild? We'll get to Dr. Puck in a second. Oh, no, Mr. Puck. Um, oh, okay, hold on, hold on. Uh, we are at the 25-minute mark. Uh, John, um, we're going to set the clock <laughs> right. here let you know again. Rant number two. Here we go. About just a rant factor. Skip ahead about eight minutes if you want to on your uh, little clock there. So, John, start talking about the Minnesota Wild. I'll tell you the weird thing about the Minnesota Wild, Stu. They are the ultimate play-to-their-competition team. They play terrible teams and they lose. Tonight they played Tampa Bay, which is far and away the best team in the NHL. They were on the road in Tampa Bay. This was their fourth game in six nights, and they won three to nothing. Um, it it in a way it makes them strangely dangerous to the rest of the league. Should they manage to play enough good teams? to avoid the bad teams and get into the playoffs. They're by no means a sure thing to make the playoffs. They're about 50-50 right now, according to all the fancy stats. But if they do make it into the playoffs, they've got Nashville, who they've played pretty evenly. They had a couple games against Nashville this week, and they both went to a shootout. Or they could get Winnipeg, who the Wild have beat every time those teams have played this year. And so... You can't say that either Nashville or Winnipeg would be particularly confident if they drew the Wild in the first round of the playoffs, but that would assume that the Wild would make the playoffs, which, again, is not a sure thing. So it's a very strange squad, a very strange team, a very average team, as you would imagine, for a team that beats the good teams and loses to the bad teams. That's a strange way of getting to average, but it's average. And so nobody knows what's going to happen. They got a couple new players because they traded away a couple of a, a couple of the. Remember, we always used to talk on this podcast about giving the keys to the kids. 
well, we've had to take the keys away from those kids because they've all been traded now. And now they've got a new generation of kids. And they seem variously interesting at this point. So it's an odd, it's an odd setup for the, the St. Paul hockey team. They've been on a, a huge run, and you think that they're still just 50-50 to get in the playoffs? Were they way out of it, or are the teams playing well too? Well, before they, they're currently on a run where they've won six out of eight, and the other two they got a point in because they were shootout losses to Nashville. And before that, they'd lost something like 15 out of 18 or something like that. So the the secret seems to be as long as they're playing good teams, they're going to be fine. Is there anything different about the wins compared to the losses besides the results? Are like certain dudes healthy now? Or do we have someone who's a new guy who's sweet? Uh, they have a couple of new players that seem like they're good. Who should be they're my guy? Kevin can, can you give me a guy? Oh, that's a that's always a good question. One time I tried to assign you an NHL guy, and it turned out you had never heard of the most famous hockey players in the world. So <laughs> I'm a little loath to assign you a wild guy. If you don't give me Yager, we're in trouble. <laughs> Your guy is Kamu Solani. Yes. <laughs> yes, I was hoping for Ronick, but uh, that's fine. Uh Eric Stahl is probably old enough that he could still be your guy. You might remember Eric Stahl from his days with the Carolina Hurricanes. Well, he's here now, Brandon, and this is his third year with Minnesota, but I did you know might that. not have known that until right now. What I did know is that he was on the Carolina Hurricanes before. I did know that he was oh. on the Wild now, so that's good. So okay. we, we traded. Uh, we used to want to give the keys to the kids. All those kids yep. we have gotten rid of. and we got, Now we've traded You said we else. got new kids back, so not old, not old well, guys? We they all are young players. They have been variously successful so far. They traded our guy Nino Niederreiter for a guy named Victor Rask, who is possibly the worst hockey player I've ever seen. I think we have podcasted since the Niederreiter for Rask trade, and boy, Rask is yes. I I believe the record will show your last hockey rant was about how bad Victor Rask was. Yeah, Uh, they traded a draft pick for a guy named Pontus Aberg who couldn't get on the ice for Anaheim, which is the worst team in the West. So that'll tell you just about how good he is. He's been pretty bad. Did we get they, some draft picks? Uh, they really haven't been getting draft picks. They tra- traded Charlie Coyle to Boston for a guy named Ryan Donato, who is actually willing to shoot the puck, which was the biggest flaw in Coyle's game. So that's been a change. And I, it's just it's different. It's guys that haven't been here for a while, and it's guys that don't seem – to struggle with the idea that the best way to get the puck in the net is to shoot the puck at the net. Which, for some reason, had become the main knock on both Charlie Coyle and Mikhail Granlund's games. I don't know how that happened, but it got to the point that if there was a two-on-one with both of them, you knew that there was no shot coming because neither of them was going to shoot the puck. It was almost comical. So, it's... It's different in that there's some different guys in the lineup. They they picked up a number of sort of depth defensemen that have been not that great. Um, it seems to be a lot of guys that played for the Wild GM, Paul Fenton, when Fenton worked in Nashville. He seems to be trying to assemble all the cast-offs that didn't make it in Nashville and giving him another shot in Minnesota. I don't know that that's necessarily a useful strategy but so they're temporarily decent but their future still remains kind of the same 
as long as no bad teams make the playoffs except for the Wild, I think they should be in good shape. Cool. That's great. Uh, where are we going to put uh, the GM, Paul Fenton, on the Olay chart right now? Uh, what's the on the GM card? What there's the the LIE chart for the owners. So uh, what's the O and OLE? Yeah, I proposed um, a renaming of it, and I believe I oh. got. Uh, I believe I had a. Yeah, but that was two years approval ago. Approval two years ago. Uh, the O we just changed incompetent to overmatched because it's more fun to say Olay yep. than L than lie. So overmatched, lazy, or evil. Overmatched, lazy, and evil. Yep. Uh, I think that's a hard question. I'm going to give him the the largest part of it would be overmatched. That's the part that I worry about the most. Okay. Lazy, I think you have to give him a non-zero score on that as well mm. because he's just trading for guys that he already had on his team once before when he worked for Nashville. So, so it's possible that he was just, just scrolling like, through his phone. Yeah, exactly. Huh. And the evil thing, normally you would say zero for a GM, but he traded Gronlin right at the trade deadline and Gronlin's girlfriend was giving birth like any day. Like, was due that day, and he got traded. Ooh. That just seems like the most evil thing you could possibly do. And I know it's a business and whatever. Sure. But. I mean, it's no, he's not a Ziggy level evil, but still, it's not, it's not zero either. No, he's not going to prison for racketeering, but that, that deserves something. So I'm going to go five for evil. I'm going to say 25 for lazy and the rest for overmatch. Okay. All right. All right. Hmm. And then you said that if they make the playoffs, they could be kind of potentially well mix it up a little bit. They, or they could just roll over and die in four games. That's what they usually do in the playoffs, and it wouldn't be an entire surprise to see this team full of old guys get tired at the end of the season and really struggle, but they've Hockey's played hard. the good teams pretty well this year. I hate being tired. Sometimes I'd rather just go home. I kind of get it. <laughs> totally get it. Sometimes just um, things hurt. Things hurt after a while. It's just like the first round. Even if we beat these guys, then we gotta, then we gotta go to the next place, and then the next place, and then no thanks. Let's go home. No thanks is right. Make make a lot of money sitting on the couch. I get that. But that was a pretty well, good round. So it seems like all the good teams are in the Eastern Conference instead of the Western Conference. So. They got that going for him too. Well, that's new, right? Yeah. Hey, it seems like all the good teams are out west, but eh, not this year. We haven't talked hockey at all. Um, just generally, is hockey good this year or bad? I think it's good. I think it's the same as it is every year. I don't know. No changes. No big like what a year sort of thing. Hmm. Last year, the big story all year was the expansion team that went to the Stanley Cup Finals, but that's not happening this year anymore because they're, the Vegas is no longer an expansion team. But they're going to make the playoffs again. Okay, so, so they're not still just a flash in the pan. No, it wasn't like a one-year fluke and now they're the worst team in the league or anything. They're going to make the playoffs. Are they getting another expansion team? Yep, Seattle starting two years from now. Unbelievable. They have hockey and no basketball. Again... It's fucked up, man. 
This is some weird Twilight weird. Zone stuff going on. But they get like seventy thousand a game for their uh, um, MLS team, so they're uh, they do okay. The Sounders, is that right? They're, that's that's correct. Congratulations, Brandon. You're now the biggest MLS fan on the podcast. <laughs> John, last year uh, we talked about uh, we were going to go to a uh, Loons match together this year, and I still yep. want to do that. That sounds great. I would do it before mid-June if I were you. Okay. Is that when something bad happens? Huh. That's, huh. <laughs> uh, depends on how you look at that thing. Yeah. Huh. That's huh. really... Huh, that leaves Weird. a lot to the imagination. Oh, the yeah. <laughs> I guess it does get buggy. Yeah, the mosquitoes are pretty bad. Yeah, that's weird. Are we right are we swamp, at the huh? dad life segment? Are we at the dad life point of this podcast? <laughs> I think we always are right on the cusp of it. I mean, we're a yeah. bunch of dads. <laughs> we're, we're always ready to tip into the dad life segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we're, right. for one thing, we're, we're missing a dad right now because he literally lost a part of his body. So uh, that's right. Right again. Yeah. Well wishes to our good friend Clarence Swamptown Chicken Finger sixty nine. That's his full name. I have to imagine. Uh, hey guys, let me ask you a question: What percentage of people who listen to our podcast also follow us on Twitter? It has to be one hundred percent. I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine why anyone, how, or like, what. the circumstances. Simply, there's just no way. <laughs> if anybody is no listening way. right now, I have to tell you, we are so much better on Twitter. <laughs> Start there. Start there. Uh, I I, I, ha- just can't I think imagine there's some people who it, just, It's one of those things. Like we assume. We're on Twitter constantly. All I do is stare at it. All you guys do is stare at it. And we assume everyone else is too. I think there's a bunch of people who listen who just aren't on Twitter. How did they even... If you're not on Twitter and you listen to this podcast, somehow contact us. Twitter would be the best way, obviously, <laughs> yes. if you're not on Twitter. That's <laughs> going to be so hard. <laughs> that's going to be hard. I think we, we have a Facebook account, right? Everybody's yeah. on Facebook. Contact us on Facebook and tell us how you heard about the podcast because... I just can't fathom the idea that it wasn't someone who knew one of us on Twitter. We would have to. It would be great. This would be a really good time for us to have an email address, too. But we forgot to do that. Oh, we used to have an email address. We did, didn't we? I think it's... Oh, boy. That's hard to say. Um, I'm going to research here. Phil, Phil Time, Brandon, go. It is info at the sportive podcast org. <laughs> Don't um, fill time with incorrect email addresses. Okay. What I meant fill time with something else while I look up to see if I can find um, the email. Actually, I, right, I, I, got gonna... some, I, I got something we can fill time with, Brandon. You got to fill our good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, chicken Fingers, in addition to recuperating from intestinal surgery, has also been getting his ass handed to him on Twitter by uh, suburbs and Minnesota high school sports legends. Um, He's been owned very hard. He has been owned so hard by the city of Egan and Natalie Darwitz um, for factual inaccuracies <laughs> about the boundaries of like Egan and Apple Valley and Woodbury. And uh, so, it's let me ask amazing. you first, too, just to set the stage of uh, context. Um, somebody on Twitter just posted some food pics and said, "Hey, I'm at this place called I think it's Briano's. 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 Yeah. Briano's, and uh, it's good. You know, just like kind of a standard." 
That's what we do on Twitter for those who aren't around. We just post food pics. And uh, someone was like, oh, cool. I love that place. It's in Egan. And then Chicken Fingers said, nah, I don't think it's in Egan because he hates Egan. <laughs> so he's like, <laughs> it's basically just, it's it's actually in Burnsville because he hates Egan so much he refuses to admit it's within the city limits. Is that is that what happened? Yes. Okay, now, you take for, it from there. For longtime <laughs> followers of his many hatreds, he also hates Burnsville, just not as much as he hates Egan. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like he's uh, in the camp of Burnsville. He no. also hates it. He hates them both. No, so I um, I ran the um, Sportive 5000 um, analysis machine, which is a haunted fax machine that isn't plugged into anything, um, <laughs> to see what the uh, the uh, the uh, next uh, the next three Minnesota cities, the next three Minnesota celebrities who are going to own Chicken Fingers online. Would you like me to share those uh, names and cities with you guys? Please. I would. Okay. Um, first up will be Apple Valley, and um, he will get owned by Apple Valley, and then he will get owned by Eric Westrom. Um, he will get a fa- <laughs> and he will get a face wash from Eric Westrom because he's still oh, sort of no. on bed rest and he can't uh, fight back. Um, number two is Hermantown. Um, oh, he obviously, mm-hmm. doesn't he doesn't like Hermantown? Oh. The celebrity that will uh, own him will actually be Brandon because he will continue to not care about. Uh, the UMD Bulldogs having the best hockey team in the state, and that really is going to bother him. So that's you, Brandon. <laughs> and then um, on it, and Herm- Herman Towns by Duluth, and you went to UMD for people who don't follow that thread. I didn't mm-hmm. think that one through very clearly. Sorry. And then um, uh, the third one will be Brainerd, and um, the celebrity will be Dragster, the BIR mascot, and he will just do burnouts in his yard, and he can't do anything about it because again, he's on bed rest. <laughs> Now, I don't know if BIR has a mascot. I want to point this out. I don't know that, that, that this is true. <laughs> it's unconfirmed. Um, I figured it's if, it, if, he does, if they do, the, the, the mascot's name has to be Dragster. So please keep that in mind. So uh, we were trying to get Chicken on tonight, as we always do. We beg with him and plead with him to come on. And uh, we either we get two things. We get a hard no. Nope, I'm sorry. I'm going to be in Des Moines for a softball tournament. That's option one. Number two is, oh, actually, you know what? It's between seasons for my three children. I'm actually going to be able to make it. And then five minutes before the show, I text him and go, cool, I'm going to call you soon. He goes, no, I I forgot I do have one of the sports for my kids. I'm not going to make it. So those are the two options that we we have from him. We tried to get him here, and uh, it didn't happen. But... From what we do know, uh, and you guys can fill in some of the blanks here, uh, he got a really bad stomach ache and then had his entire large and small intestine removed. Is that right? (laughs) Both of his intestines are gone. I don't think that's right. I think think that'd be really bad. They did one of those things where they just like did the, they connected some straws like you do at McDonald's when you're bored from his throat (laughs) to to his colon. So that's that's what's yeah, happening that, on the insides of, that, that uh, of our friend Chicken right. Fingers. That, I think that's the plot to Human Centipede. I don't think that's correct. <laughs> I don't think that's what happened. Hey, to hey you know fingers. what? I didn't spend 17 years in medical school to be <laughs> uh, told I'm wrong by Mr. Puck. Okay? Sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> but yes, he got owned very hard on Twitter. And uh, yes. so it seems like the source of his powers of ownage... Uh, were in his the intestines that got removed, 
But also, he somehow made some sort of weird deal with the devil where the wild are undefeated since that happened. This is all true, yes? Yep. Yeah. This is all factually correct. Yep. Yes, because as you know, whatever when, when he loses whatever shootout, bile yeah. was inside him that drove <laughs> him to be like he is has been yes. removed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man, John, did you uh, did you find an email address? No, I didn't. I couldn't find anything. So did not. I have no idea how to contact us. <laughs> we did. Okay, so if you are not on Twitter, the, please. I can, I can verify that we still have a website. You can still go to thesportive.com and something will come up. That's it. We don't know. There's no contact button. If you're not on Twitter, all we ask you to do is sign up for Twitter and at reply us. Super simple. <laughs> just And then just say, I'm not on Twitter, and then delete your account. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Would be good. Uh, okay. Um, are we done with our rants? John and I are typically on probation, and I get to do a, wild, a wolf's rant, and you get to do a wild rant. Um, so uh, I have one other question. John, maybe you can help me out. What am I supposed to be thinking about the gopher hoop season? Uh, I Amir Coffey seems like he's really good. I mean, 31 points against an 11th team in the nation in college is fucking awesome. I know that the sportive doesn't usually take stances on political issues such as the ongoing debate about whether to rename certain buildings at the University of Minnesota because the people they're named after right. turned out to be racist. One of the buildings that is uh, so up for debate is Coffee Hall, and it seems like the easiest thing to do would be to keep it Coffee Hall, but now it's named after Amir Coffee or even better, the paratrooper, the, oh, Richard man. Coffee. I think the, the father and son coffee, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a yep. no-brainer. You keep All the you sign do is up. Add an you just... S to... Yeah, just add an S and it's Coffee's Hall. So good. That's amazing. Can we yep. do that? We just... I don't see any reason we can't. Yeah, I'm good at construction. We'll just get a ladder and we'll... <laughs> I'm good at writing. I'll just put the S <laughs> on there. Done. That's it. By construction, I meant like I have a ladder. <laughs> wow, that is what you need to be good at construction. It's not a skilled profession in any way you just have to be able to get yeah you gotta buy the above stuff above the normal height you gotta buy the stuff that's it yeah yeah. That's... yeah and i think um also just for the one of these weird coincidences is they're the only two gopher players in history to not have any of their seasons wiped out so i think that's a, right and their father and son that's <laughs> crazy 
That, I mean, that, how odds? does that happen? Yeah, that's really incredible. Uh, okay, so but they were bad, and Patino was about to be fired, and they won a game against Purdue, and now they're good again, and we like them, and they may make the tournament. Do I have that right? Right. Everyone, people, I, people seem to think that they're going to make the tournament almost no matter what happens. Is it because the Final Four is in town or something, or what? Or is the Big Ten just that good Maybe. this year? Does the host team get a bid like the World Cup? The Copa Mundial? Yes, dude. The Copa Mundial. Yeah, that's. I don't. Um, I'm, I don't I'm know. not familiar with World Cup, John. Yeah, I only know the Coupe Mundial or whatever yeah. you just yeah. said. Yeah, <laughs> Coupe Mundial would be a weird French slash Spanish way of referring to the World Cup. Spanish, Fran, Franish, Franish. I have been drinking. <laughs> I like how the first time you tried to come up with a combination of Spanish and French, but you just said Spanish. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Uh, let me put that into the Friend. old fax machine. Beep, boop, pop, boop, beep. Spanish. <laughs> this fucking thing is broken. <laughs> oh, God. It's the Damn worst. haunted fax machine. Oh, man. Uh, are we done with sports talk? Yeah, yeah, I think I, we were a while I, ago. I, yeah, I think that Peter. We out. never got started. We tried, to, we tried to find an email ten minutes ago and never just got back to it. So <laughs> that, was, that was a sign. That was a sign. Yeah, well, um, all the win- all the winter sports turned out bad this year. I mean, what the fuck are you going to do? Right. They all turned out bad. There isn't one There's... that we can get behind. I mean, I, I, again, I have one hockey team that is of interest to Stearns County. That's it. Um, that's the list of sports teams to get excited about, and they always lose in the first round. So, I mean, shit. I don't know what else we we're supposed to do except probably go into dad talk at the 48-minute mark of the podcast. But so, Stu, if you have just like um, 100 hope eggs, stick with me. Again, okay. I've been drinking. <laughs> if you have... Yes. <laughs> you have 100... <laughs> Hope eggs. Hope eggs. Hold on, let me start over. You have a hundred sports hope eggs. Sports um, hope eggs. Sport. In what basket are you putting your hundred sports hope eggs? Are you putting seventy-five in St. Cloud State and twenty-five in the Twins? Are you putting fifty and fifty? Twenty-five and seventy-five? Do you have another oh, basket Christ. that we haven't even talked about? That maybe no. some super cool basket no. that I don't even um, know about. I'm going to do um, 50 on St. Cloud State, 40 on the Twins, and 10 on the Vikings. There. Okay. That's respectable. John, can I ask you the same question? And I'm going to start <laughs> um, over from scratch. You got a hundred. <laughs> You've got a hundred points hundreds, worth of sports hope points eggs. Of sports eggs. Hope eggs. Sports you add up all the eggs, and they combine for 100 points. Now you need to allocate those points to eggs, and then the eggs get allocated to baskets. Into a basket. Such yes. that the points the simple. end up in baskets. It's it's the most common sports debate question of all time. We've had this right. conversation a billion times. It'll be ripped off by KFAN by the morning. Um, my My question for you is, is this just the winter sports teams that are still playing or is this across minnesota sports i think it can be across minnesota sports it's kind of hard to put some eggs into a basket of a 
thing that's not in season, I would assume. But right. it's possible if you're like, nope, I'm all in on... And this is exactly no. the thing that you've said before. I'm all in on Kirk Cousins. So I'm going to put all hundreds of my Sports Hope eggs in the Vikings and just sort of take a knee uh, until September. I can see you saying that. That's possible. It's legal. I, it's, it's difficult because... You guys know me enough to know that I have more baskets than the average sports fan when it comes to the most classic debates question ever of which sports baskets are you going to put your hope eggs into? Oh, Jesus. I did not Um, realize you're going to put one egg in a hundred different baskets, aren't you? Yeah, it's sort of like that. (laughs) I, I can't answer the question because I need to sit down and come up with my list of 100 baskets, all of which get one egg. But, John, when... That basket team, you're following me, right? Yep, so far. When that basket team wins, you only get to celebrate one egg's worth. So it's not really trouble. Yeah. Okay. So there's like low. I think you'll find. I think you'll find, Brandon, that when you expect the worst at all times, like I do, it completely robs you of the ability to feel joy when good things happen. That's true. So you're gonna put like one in the U.S. men's curling. That's right. That's a good call. One in the local cricket outfit. Yep, I think that's right. At least one. Seven in your favorite Australian rugby team. Mm-hmm. And so on and so forth. I mean, the Rugby World Cup is this summer. The Cricket World Cup is this summer. <sighs> Did I sigh into the mic loud enough? Did you hear that? The Women's World Cup is... The the, the oh, football fuck. women's World Cup is this summer. Stu, are There's you a lot to this? of baskets and not enough eggs. Stu, can you hear this? Yeah, I can hear this. He's still, Stu started vacuuming a while. He's still ago. going. Stu's working he's got on the, so many. He's working on the ice dam. You didn't. You didn't count on that many baskets. <laughs> I did not count on that you many never, baskets. You never count That's... on that many baskets when a Marthaler's in play. <laughs> That's right. I always underestimate the baskets. Mm. All right. Well, then never mind. That was, that question was a bust. Well, it was fun asking Stu. I'll say that. That's right. I'm as usual. I've killed all the fun of talking to me. <laughs> Old fun killer Marthaler. That's right. Uh, okay, I have one more question for you, Jonathan. Okay. Um, one thing that we like to joke about here is how interested you are in some good TV shows that you should watch, and then you never, ever watch TV. Right. So you keep adding stuff to the list, and you never yep. t- take things off the list. Uh, have you made That's any great. progress at all in any of your TV watching in the six months uh, since we've I'm been gone? trying to think about it. I saw a movie in the movie theater, so that Whoa. was a major step forward Holy in my pop shit. culture. Holy shit. Why don't we start with this? Yes. Uh, Jesus. Uh, we, the, the, the wife and I actually managed to plan ahead enough to schedule a date night and have childcare and go and see a movie in the theater, which at the time, the only movie that looked even plausibly watchable was the green book. So I saw it and it was sort of a feel good story, a little bit like a, a Hallmark movie that was on the big screen and. It was only later that I found out that it won the Academy Award for Best Picture, so that was an upset. Wow. So uh, that was the movie I saw in the theater this year. That was something else for me. 
Jesus. So that's my pop. That's my pop culture report. I know that that went pretty deep and got to a lot of stuff that you guys might not have heard about, but that was the sum total of my pop culture knowledge. So your review of the movie is that it was like a pretty good Hallmark movie. Yeah, I mean, it, everybody came out happy in the end. It was a feel good story. Huh. That 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 apparently is enough to win you the best picture academy award now i guess so i i think there's something apparent i haven't seen it but apparently like a white guy kind of helps a black guy and the academy loves that sort of shit the white guy teaches the black guy stuff but then the black guy teaches the white guy stuff and i guess that's catnip it was mostly amazing because at the start the white guy was a terrible racist and then 12 minutes into the movie, he met a back, black guy and that immediately disappeared for some reason. <laughs> uh, story as old as time. <laughs> Song as old as rhyme. <laughs> oh, God. Huh. All right. Well, I was going to ask you, um, and then uh, I assumed you were going to say no. I have made no progress, okay. which sounds like nope. that's correct. <laughs> that's the correct answer. Um, I've made no progress towards the TV list, but... As always, I'm hopeful that this is the this is the year. And then I just want to put in a plug: um, if you could add, if you could uh, reprioritize your list, which again, sure, why not? Because what do you care? You're never right. actually going to do anything about it. And just put the Sopranos at the top of it. I just rewatched it again oh. for the third time, uh, and there's a really great book called The Soprano Sessions. So uh, you have this nice thing where you can watch an episode. And then this book is structured in a way where there's an essay about each episode that you can read in order. And uh, it's really insightful and really fun, and it's a really easy thing to do because the, the shows are, each episode typically is, is heavy, but it's also lighthearted in a way that you can kind of watch a couple at a time. Uh, and it's just a really, really good experience. So again, in this hypothetical scenario where you would actually make any progress on the list, I would love if you could just put Sopranos at number one, because I think you would really get a kick out of the show, and then we could talk about it. Before I do that, I have a follow-up question about this. And this is predicated on the knowledge that you have two young children at home, and you have a very important job. Thank you. And you also watch sports enough to be able to do a six-minute rant on Andrew Wiggins. Mm Mm-hmm. So here's my question. Where the hell are you finding the kind of time that allows you to watch a TV series for the third time? That was a long TV series. That wasn't just like some Johnny-come-lately British show that lasted for 12 episodes spread over two seasons. Right. Okay. So um, the way my life works is I get home at 6 p.m. every night, and 6 to 6.30 is dinner. And 6.30 to 8, typically, is like playing with the kids or just hanging with them in some way. Games or football or basketball or whatever the hell that they want to do. Uh, At 8 o'clock, we typically kind of wind down. Uh, The kids go to bed with their tablets for a little bit or they watch a movie. And so from 8 o'clock until typically about 10.30, maybe 11, I have time i can i can do what i need to do sometimes it's work sometimes it's wolves or my beloved sixers um so it's not every single night i can knock out three hours of tv but there's typically an 
a couple hours in the week, three hours in the week that I have where I can just, you know, and that doesn't need to be on the big TV. I can watch iPad or on my phone in bed or whatever. And I can just knock, I can just get through stuff. I stay up fairly late, so that's easy. If And the kids are old enough where they, when they go down to bed, they're like in bed. There's no hassling, you know, at 10 p.m. with those guys. Oh, so, I know about the hassling. Yeah, right. So I'm a little bit beyond that phase, which is great. And Danielle is, sometimes she's working, and sometimes she's watching her bullshit shows. Other times we'll watch shows together, which is great. But there's for sure at least three times a week where at, from, at 9 o'clock, I'm just like free to watch two hours of TV. So on those nights, that was for sure like two Sopranos episodes. Just great. It was so good. You can't you can't you can't find an hour in there. But you write in addition yeah, to working, that, so you have that, which is probably I'm guessing taking up a lot of your energy. Yeah, that's taking a chunk out of it. And, and a two year old, I'll be the first to admit that the main problem with or the main obstacle to me getting through any TV show is that there's always two games on that I want to watch. Right. Like, tonight there were probably four games on the NHL schedule where I thought, oh, that would be fun to watch. Jesus. You looked at the NHL schedule and saw four games yep. that you wanted to that's, watch. That's correct. Hey. <laughs> Man. This, this podcast is taking me away from two things that I would be watching right now. Jeez, Louise. My I didn't know God. Blue Bloods was on on Thursdays, for one. And two, I didn't know there were that many hockey games. How many hockey teams are there? Like nine, ten? Yeah, Maybe I mean, 11. you got to... I guess your choice is sports, but I typically... And I will, uh, again, as mentioned, I will work in a lot of a fair amount of sports. But uh, I don't know. Stu, what, uh, where do, what do you choose to do with your free time at night? Um, let's see. I, I, that's what I usually want to do. My, my fire tweets usually come around 8, 9 o'clock. <laughs> hey, you so schedule them to be yeah maximum. That's why I'm really right. just you know interacting online with my friends. Um, I love to interact. Yeah, the, engagement uh, is really important yeah, to me. Engaging online with friends, um, get that endorphin rush from four likes on a dumb joke. Um, that's just cloud the best. score. Really into oh, a good just, positive cloud score. Exactly. Um, I am trying to make a more of a conscious effort to read books. I'm just about finished with um, Bad Blood about um, Elizabeth Holmes and the Theranos scam. And I oh, is she just highly. an insane person? She's crazy as hell, and everyone fell for it. Which is why you you know the country is doomed because it's all people you've heard of who just you know lost their shit over a, someone who clearly was just a fraud. Um, Nobody well, so just to oversimplify, well. she said something about like, "Oh, I have a new invention where you just pick your prick your finger and get a little bit of blood, and I can do all these tests or whatever." And everyone yeah. was like, "Oh, cool, I believe that." And then yeah. a couple scientists were like, "Oh no, wait a minute, that's impossible." Yeah, and everyone was like, mi- "Oh no, it's possible. We believe yeah. it." Yeah, yeah. So every rich person whose name you've heard of, every politician whose name you've heard of, um. It's they're all suckers. So yeah, it just gives you a really nice. Uh, oh yeah, so that's how things turned out the way they did in 2016. Is because every nobody knows anything, and everyone in charge has no idea what they're doing. Oh, so, and uh, by the way, it's only going to get worse. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
way, way, way worse. So much worse. So oh, you, unbelievably you bad. Have, you can't even think about how much worse it's going to be. No one so. is going to believe anything ever happened ever again. Yeah. There's going to be someone says something and the people who want to believe it go, okay, cool. I'll give you all my money. And the people who don't go, that's that doesn't even actually happen. That's a bot or that's faked or Photoshop. Mm-hmm. And no one will ever believe anything or learn anything ever again. Pretty soon here. Yep. Yeah. Cool, cool. So that's what you're doing. You've been reading. Yeah. That's pretty good, man. It's pretty good. Your boy, your boys likes to read. <laughs> that was, that was a sad brag. <laughs> I imagine you like your head was down and you were like towing a pebble while saying it. <laughs> your boy likes to read. <laughs> Okay, I am uh, done talking. Okay. Sweet. Well, that was a productive uh, productive hour of chatter, gentlemen. Not bad. That's right. Anyone else? Parting shots? Thoughts? I'm looking forward to April when we do this again. Yeah. Um, I am available next week, but the week after that I'll be in Arizona. So, um, How dare ooh, you? Ooh, are you going to be at Four Peaks? Everybody, I, everybody uh, I know that has left town, I just hate every single one of yep. them. I'm going to be going to see um, some Cactus League action with my oh with shit my, with my brother. So looking That's forward be to that so quite good. a bit. And after this week's, I know there's a storm on Saturday, and there's probably mm-hmm. another storm on Wednesday. I've heard, so I'm mm-hmm. going to absolutely need to get out of town for a spell because this is just everyone is getting ground down to it, just a fine nub, and they're just so depressed and angry and just helpless well, right now and it's just i just keep finding new layers to be angry about mm-hmm. um like my wife my wife uh my wife. is doing has been working on this event a very important charity event um for for months now it's it's going to be this saturday and this poor organization has been this is their their annual event to raise as much money as possible. And they're just going to not get... No one's going to show up for it, right? I mean, no one's going to actually, like... Unless they are required to go there, they're just going to be like, no, I'm not going to the event. I don't need to. I mean, it's... And so, it's early March, and they're just like, thousands of dollars are going to not be raised because of this goddamn weather. And that's just shit doesn't happen. I will say this. They they never... Say what you will about Step Brothers. They did not have the Catalina wine mixer in March in the winter. They didn't they didn't have it. Now no, I, I don't I don't imagine that um your wife is doing a helicopter rental for this, right? This isn't that. It got cut. It got cut pretty early in the budget requests. Yeah, I mean it okay. was brought up, obviously. Yeah, well yeah. You, know, you try to make it happen. Uh no, but it's not gonna happen. Okay. So it's just such a bummer. I feel bad for everybody, mm-hmm. including uh-huh. myself. But I got out. Now I'm back. And John, you got out. Then you're back. That makes it worse, I think. Yeah. <laughs> to me, mentally, I saw what it could be like. And then I came came back for it. So, I don't know. That so, I'm somehow more miserable now after I lived in Dallas. Sorry, man. Just 
Well, that's depressing. Just why don't you guys Let's know be that's done depressing. talking that's, before we... That's it. <laughs> okay, so this will be a fun thing for uh, people listening uh, next week. When's, you said there's going to be... Uh, there's always going to be a bad snowstorm on Saturday, and that's going to be yeah. terrible. Yeah. And uh, But next week, there's going to be another thing. But that potentially could just be rain, which could be yeah. awesome, because it'd be yeah. warm, and then a bunch of shit would melt. Now, this would be a very yes. funny thing for people to listen to when, like, the worst blizzard is Wednesday or whatever. But it's just, yeah. it's fun to hear past idiots talk themselves into, like, it's going to get better soon. So I just wanted yeah. to throw that out there. That's mentally <laughs> yes. where I'm at right now. I'm going, oh, yes. only rain. Everyone <laughs> is. That's where everyone yeah. is. All right. Stop talking, Brandon. Yep. We're All done. Right. Let's uh, wrap it up, and we'll see you guys in, uh, yeah, in April, as John mentioned. Yeah, later. Goodbye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.